Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 213th time, 213. It's like Snoop and Nate Dogg and Warren G. Motherfucking 213. I am not Joe Flacco. Uh, Trevor and Doug are also not Joe Flacco. Yeah, we are. I'm I'm really not Joe Flacco. Um, this is this is episode two thirteen. Not Joe Flacco, the podcast. We just got we. <laughs> so, did you guys see the clip of Devonte Adams after the game? Yeah, pushing the camera guy. I think he thought it was Hunter Renfro. Probably. So there's a frail white man in front of me. I it has to be him. How many other guys could possibly fit that description right now? <laughs> I didn't see it. What do you do? Uh, the cameraman just kind of walks in front of him, and, and Devonte just fucking walking shoves, the t- shoves the shit out of him. Yeah, he's walking the tunnel, and Devonte just fucking yeah, chest chest passes him. Yeah, Tough he guy, goes huh? he, he goes <laughs> flying. I mean, it's it's yeah. a it's a hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine at least. Yeah, he apologized like you know. Right, pretty much right after, I think, in the in the post-game press conference. I mean, I mean, it wasn't right after. He definitely, like, looked at the guys. He walked past, like, fuck you. Um, yeah. But but uh, within an hour, I think, oh, he issued he, an apology. Oh, he pushed it. He put this guy on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm watching it now. Nice. He, he threw him. <laughs> Real nice. Oh. But, like... I don't know. I, I see that, and I'm like, "You fucking piece of shit!" Like, I, yeah, it's right. Like that was ridiculously frustrating. That's the fourth one. That's the game. You guys been playing like shit all year. Like, you're you're Hunter Renfro, like the guy that does nothing wrong, does it? Like, yeah, that's frustrating. And so, anybody, everybody that stepped in front of me to get fucking pushed away from me too. Yeah, right. You got all that money though. Can't I mean, that's, that what, that's what that kind of money's for. Is to just beat up people that get in your way, right? Like, like once you have that's that's literally the fuck. That's what fucking it's, money it's, means. He's right. Yes. <laughs> Charles Barkley had throw you through a plate glass window money. Right. So he yeah. threw motherfuckers through plate glass windows. Hey, fuck you. That's right. my money. That's the amount of money I have. Yeah, but Chuck also he Chuck got thrown through some glass windows too. Uh, yeah, you know, including. Part of his deal, but you know, hey, you know what we guys, you know, we had tonight. You know, had we had a prime time football game without the Broncos. Yeah, how about that? We had a prime time football game. We had a fucking solid football game. The Chiefs looked. I I was gonna put a meme up that the Chiefs looked like the the Broncos had stolen their jerseys for like the first quarter and a half. Like it felt like a Broncos game. Yeah, those first yeah. three drives were ugh. god awful. But you can't. What's what is the right amount of points that you could be ahead of the Chiefs and feel comfortable in the first? Like at the 35. end, midway through the second quarter, what is the to- What is the point total? What's the point differential that you're comfortable saying this one's in the bag? 
Maybe as far as the Chiefs, like if I'm a Chiefs, yeah, fan? If you're playing the Chiefs. They're playing the Chiefs, and, and you're up, up thirty-five you, nothing at the end of the second. At you know, at, at half, are you comfy? Thirty-five nothing. What's the Five number? Touchdowns? What's the number to make you very comfortable? You gotta feel pretty good if you have a three or four touchdown lead, right? In one half, I think I think three is because they're gonna the get. Yeah, they're going to get, what, at least three or four possessions and a half? Right. So it it would have to – I'd say like 31 points would be – that's four touchdowns and a field goal. That's, oh, but that's four, that's four touchdowns and four two-point conversions. And four you're all scores. losing. It's, it's 30 points. Like it's somewhere in the low 30s, but it, it might even be 35. Trevor might be right on this one. 35. And still, like you still need to play at the same level you had been playing at for that half, you, right? You can't you can't just sit back and prevent. Like you still have to balls out. Is if if they make their connections, as you know, saw tonight, they are they can score it well. Yeah, Kelsey, like Kelsey was feeling good tonight, huh? Yeah, he hasn't. I mean, had for, he hasn't had a game like that in a long time. He had like twenty eight yards receiving. He just happened to have four touchdowns because the Raiders pretend like they don't know him. Yeah, seven catches, four touchdowns. That's that that is like the 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 nephew catch. Like he he got nephew yards. Like turkey turkey game, turkey trot game, Thanksgiving, and uh, you get down to like the two yard line, and you just you're like, hey, nobody cover my nephew. We're gonna get him some touchdowns here. That's like that's how they treated him. They didn't. They weren't anywhere near him on two or three of those touchdowns. Mm-mm. On one of them, I think it was the last one. Another chief was the closest one in coverage. I don't get it. He he butchers the Raiders every single fucking time, and they still can't seem to find him. But even Mahomes, Mahomes was like, yeah, they had great coverage on him all game. They're like the way they do that coverage on him. Like he was, he was like commending them, and it's like, yeah. And then I just, I didn't realize that he was. He's like seven catches all game for for four touchdowns. Ever? Well, he knew it was four touchdowns because he was throwing up the he was throwing up the the four fingers at the sideline. He said um, he said when the fourth happened, I knew it was the fourth. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, fucking Chiefs, man. Like I knew seventeen nothing just is not. It's 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 nothing. Seventeen nothing midway through the second quarter. That is a nothing lead against the fucking Chiefs. Yeah. No. That's it's it's just it's not fair. It's stupid and it's not fair. It is. It's ridiculous. They can't. Yeah, I mean they, that's it's. How you can't consider them a Super Bowl team every year until they prove you that they're not, right? Well, I mean, if they're going to go for two with a seven-point lead, you've got a chance. Because that's you don't, stupid. You, you didn't like going for two there? What was no. the score at that point? They were up seven. It was like 23 or some shit. So I mean, kick the fucking extra point, and if the yeah, other team scores, they, they got to go I mean, for two. They were on a roll. They're, like, the thinking there is we can do what we want. And we might as well do that. Celebrate. They, they didn't get it. I I like the 
I like going for two. That's a free. That's free points. They didn't get it. How is it free? <laughs> they didn't get right, it. But, but it's not costing them anything because the rate uh, the, the assumption is is that the Raiders, if they tie the game, they're not going to go for two to try and win. They're going to try and just fucking go and tie the fucking game. And so you, you're you're if you get nine, it's a two score game. Uh, eight is the Raiders are still within a score and a two point and seven. The Raiders are still just, they're just going to kick the ball. The assumption is the Raiders are just going to kick the ball. Like, I don't, I don't mind the going for two on, uh, to make it a two score game. It's a weird nine is a weird number to be up. You don't see a team up nine points very often, but, um, I don't, I didn't mind. I didn't mind the, the chiefs going for two, the Raiders going for two. I really don't understand. Well, that was, that was both were weird to me. Like Doug in Madden, you wouldn't go like if you're up seven, you wouldn't go for two in Madden to make it a two score game. Uh, uh-uh. I wouldn't do it in Madden or real football. Of course you would. Why? It's Madden. It's no real consequences. No, it's bite your tongue. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> you guys take. Doug, Doug and I used to take our Madden very seriously. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you know, I I ripped bong hits and sat on the couch and played Madden. Yes, like I, I took that seriously. Yeah, I don't know. I just I would rather make the team have to score a touchdown and a two point conversion. No, I'm than not than risk not having that extra point. I guess it gives you, it gives you an extra chance to stop them. To two point conversion. I mean, your what? What two point conversions are? People get them less 50%. than half the time. I mean, you, see, you see it a lot, though. I, I, in my opinion, the more I watch it, right, you see, it's a momentum thing, right? It's it's how it, you kind of have to play it in a you know, um, you know, bottle for that drive. That's when I that's when I see the most the most success when I when when I'm watching a game and I go they're going for two here I go well they just marched down the field in nine plays right now it feels like they can do what they want everything's clicking everybody's aware so then yes when it's a you know eighteen play drive fucking four penalties a couple you know a fumble that went out of bounds and a pick that was dropped you know and it's been a struggle maybe not it's it's Andy fucking Reed. Like, uh, you know, I trust him to go get the two, the two yards more, better than fit. I, and I, I'd be surprised if the chiefs are like under 60% on two point conversions type of thing for Andy Reid's career. So, um, I don't know. I, I, it's a crap I, I would, I, yeah, I would probably, I would probably go for two. I like the nine point lead. That's, that's, that's my jam. That's my shit right there. Um, yeah, really didn't get the Raiders one though. That I, I guess what is the so you're there's four minutes left. You're there's four minutes and like twenty seven seconds left. You've got a chance to tie the game. If you make the two point conversion, then the Chiefs get very aggressive because now they need to score. If you kick the field goal, the Chiefs are, 
probably still aggressive, but in the back of their mind, they're not going to press things because worst case, it goes to overtime. And if you miss, now they get the, the, there's no pressure on them. All they have to do is just to is just run out the clock, and maybe they don't. And and then what ended up happening was the the Raiders missed the Chiefs somehow didn't you know didn't make it work didn't didn't get enough first downs to run out the clock and the Raiders got the ball back so it was like weird that it worked out in their favor that by missing it actually gave them the best chance to win the game which is fucking weird kind of but, sliding door scenario to think about sure but hey can I can we, can we revisit this question if we may is 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 Derek Carr good? So, I mean, like, okay, in a, in tears. What? Where are you? Alcoholic thinking? beer, non-alcoholic beer. Athletic, the non-alcoholic beer, Athletic. not Flacco. <laughs> um, in tears. I got to drink something. These fucking lights down here. Yeah, I think, we up, go, I think we should go after them as a sponsor. I keep talking about them. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I, I would love to get like a, a a beer sign of theirs and hang it behind me. Yeah, I mean, they should pay us. Right. What's yeah, the, I talk about them on like every podcast. Especially when we go non-athletic, non-athletic, non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> no, non-athletic would be great. Just a picture, <laughs> picture of me drinking one on the couch. <laughs> with my shirt not, off not athletic not alcoholic beer <laughs> oh, <laughs> we make it happen not joe's yeah. not athletic <laughs> yeah not joe's not athletic not alcoholic beer <laughs> that's actually good you You're know I, I i might be able to make that happen tell you the truth i mean i just woke up and said it so i know some people yeah. in the industry yeah get me, do get, it get me a get me a, a branded non-alcoholic beer trev I'd drink it. The um, okay, Derek Carr, good or not? So everything's relative. To me, he's to me he's in the he's at the very very good end of the Stafford Cousins Jimmy G spectrum of guys that. You know, if they get to the game and they've got the right cast around them, they could end up with a ring. This is the this is the Eli Manning tier of of quarterbacks. Yeah, because I mean, at, at, and sometimes he just looks very good. Like some of the balls he throws. I didn't he, know he ease. had that that fucking throw he made to Devontae where he's like he's got on a the, cannon. He looked like fucking Mahomes for a second. Yeah, like a flick. But he's got a fucking cannon. I think we forget about that. I certainly had. I did not know that he could make that throw. And that was the thing, because I was I was watching, you know, and watching Mahomes. I'm sitting there going, it's like, he's just running around and, you know, doesn't look like he's, you know, putting much effort into it. And the ball's going 45 yards in the air on a dime and i'm like that you know little single tear trickling down my eye it's like those are the plays that that i wanted to watch trey lance make this year 
and uh, uh, and then I'm just and then I and then thinking about the Niners' current quarterback, it's like Jimmy would have to set and fucking put everything he had and overthink the whole thing because I think when Jimmy's throwing along a, a deep pass, I think in his head is everything about the Jimmy can't throw a deep pass. Um, and Mahomes just doesn't he doesn't have a fucking care in the world. And and yeah. Derek Carr made him a Mahomes a Mahomesian throw that a Devontae Adams. Yeah. And uh it was fucking sick. Yeah, it was um, like, I, is that is that Tyreek Hill? Nope, it's Devontae uh, Adams. Yeah. Yeah, like like scamper around a little bit and just flick it. And the cameraman has a hard time catching up with the ball. And you're like, who is he throwing to? Oh, he's open. Very, yeah. very Mahomes-esque. Doug, where would you put Carr? Yeah, I mean, he's middle of the pack, I would say. Maybe it, just outside the top, you know, it, top 12, it, 13 but, players. I, I think, but I think the thing that separates him is Kirk Cousins and Jimmy G, like, we we kind of know what they can do, and they don't have, like, flashes. They don't have the flashes of greatness that Carr has, if that makes sense. Like Carr has some of these plays sometimes. You're like, like Fuck. flashes of spectacular. Yeah, like like just again, like Mahomes S stuff that you don't. I, hey man, see, 10 a.m. Definitely don't see that at Kirk Cousins. 10 a.m. Cousins. on Sunday. Kirk can fucking sling it, bro. Did he lose this week? <laughs> they won. They did win. Yeah, we're down oh, to twelve. Oh, they, they didn't. They didn't hit the spread. Something like that. That's what they didn't do. Because that's what I did. It went through my head. I'm like, Vikings, 10 a.m. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. And then... Would they beat the Bears? Yeah, but barely. What the, the, where's the Bears smoke? It was, were the Bears they were, smoking they were, it was, it was No, they were up 21. 21 or some shit. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, but they were up 21 nothing, weren't they? The Vikings? Yeah, it was seven and a half, I think. I know the. Did the Bears Vikings were up. Make a comeback. The Vikings were up in that game, at least by two touchdowns <clears throat> early. Maybe it wasn't three. I know that. I mean, the Bears were winning, like late, very very late, and here it is. No, it was uh, it was twenty one ten at halftime. Then the Bears got it to. Then the Vikings didn't score in the third quarter. The Bears put up nine. So now we're 21-20. It was 21-3, then... to three and they and the Bears scored right before halftime. Make gotcha. it 21 okay. Um. So, yeah, so 21-3. to three. That was the lead. I didn't realize it was that fucking big. But, yeah. Fields. Um, the... Uh, uh, but yeah, 10 a.m. on a 10 a.m. on a Sunday, Kirk can Kirk can fucking dial it up with anybody. Yeah, but he's not. There's not, there's not bombs. He's not like he's, nothing spectacular. He's just hitting guys. He's he's throwing it to Jefferson Jefferson, who's open. He's uh, a lot. I would I would say he's better than that. I, the problem with Kirk is the regression is so big right. on in primetime games or games against winning teams. It's it's not that he doesn't make the throws 
or can't make the throws or it's not it's not like a Jimmy G thing where Jimmy's just kind of he's a B plus or a B but then like every once in a while he's a fucking like D minus um Kirk is like sometimes an A minus or an A and but those are against teams that he's supposed to beat and the teams that he's not supposed to beat he's atrocious atrocious um i had some more notes on the game so we covered the chiefs trailing we did the go another ridiculous uh roughing the passer call on chris jones that was I, I saw a tweet. Chris Jones was the first player in NFL history to get called for roughing the passer while holding the ball. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like that. That's an interesting way of putting it. I mean, I think the thing with that one, same thing with the Brady from Sunday, is what are they supposed to do? Provide me with an alternative to what happened in physics like a physically possible scenario. The, see, the Brady one was worse. Uh, was a, was a worse call to me because there was there was no like yes. Yeah, so he, I mean, he took him and he kind of threw him, but he didn't throw him into the ground. There was a very similar play tonight. So the the two he landed on him more tonight. Tonight, there's like a the specific one, the, rule the, for landing on the quarterback. Right. And... There, was one, there was one tonight on Mahomes where it was very similar to the Brady. Like he was, you know, rolling and then and then he hit the ground first. Defensive lineman hit the ground first and then like tossed Mahomes. And but I didn't I saw that happen to Mahomes, but I didn't see the flag on that one. There wasn't one. Right. So that that right, that and that was the right call there the the one right. on brady was terrible because brady was never in any danger he was never going to get fucking hurt the only reason he would get hurt is because he's 45 um right. with with the Derek with the chris jones one there's a there's a thing about not putting the full your full weight down on top of the quarterback but like you're you're going for the fucking ball. Like he, yeah, he had he the ball like, in his hand. He didn't pick him up and drive him. He there was no angle, right? Because there's an angle where you can hit and there's an arc where you can hit up and then force down. That wasn't the case. It was a it was a very flat plane. He just like ran through him and also hung on to him. Yeah, I mean th- what they want right? the what they want the D lineman to do is like hit him off Not center him and fall next to him. And but then, yeah, but you can't. So there was one. So I did see a play tonight where it was Max Crosby. It was an er, it was early, and he breaks he breaks free is one on one with Mahomes, and he kind of just like wraps him up, and then the rest blow the whistle. But you kind of saw them both give up a little bit, right? But what? No, but what? I mean, you have a Kyler Murray, you have a a Mahomes, you have you know, any of these super slippery quarterbacks, they, they aren't, I mean, no, I don't know. I don't, I mean, this is the same conversation everybody's having. Like, what the fuck? Where is there a clear goddamn definition of what this is? Because that looked like it's just a very clean hit tonight. It has everything to do with the two situation. In the, my the, mind. The, the, the Brady thing 
was the same type of tackle that that fucked Tua up. So yeah, true through that prism that like kind of ra- like ragdolling the quarterback onto his head. Sure, fine. And but and Brady didn't hit his head, and neither did I mean to it, it. It he and it wasn't even like a violent neck snap with Tua either. It was weird. But like these guys both were kind of thrown on their asses. Well, I mean, d- d- Carr was crushed. I mean, that was that was, was a crushed. that was a. The thing, and I posted this. I don't recognize like, like, the game Baker. sometimes, like the Remember game Baker that we grew that? up watching. Not to get all back in my day, but I don't recognize the game sometimes. No, I mean, have you seen that meme or whatever video flying around? That's like an NFL films, uh, like pregame hype up from the eighties, or maybe it's even yeah. the seventies. Everything, like every, everything's illegal. Every single one of those plays would be an ejection. Yeah, right. You have like you have horse collars and face masks and clotheslines and like getting spiked and shit and speared. You know, I'm, knocking knocking somebody completely three sixty. You know, ass over tea kettle over the middle. Like, I'm all for protecting a quarterback's head. I'm all for protecting every player's head. But you know what? If your collarbone breaks because a guy lands on you, that's fucking football, as far as I'm fucking concerned. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was very reminiscent. Remember in Baker? It was it last year, the year before, where same exact play, right? Full weight of somebody drives his shoulder into the turf and he completely dislocates his shoulder. Right. It was like early in the season, like mid or early. I think it was early a couple of years ago. And Baker was never the same. I don't know. That, that was, that was last year. It happened a couple of times last year with Baker. Yeah. Um, but the, the quarterback is like the only, you, you can't hit him below the knee and you can't fucking land on him, and you can't hit him in the fucking head and you yeah, can't bro. fucking spear him. And like, there's, you they shouldn't have that much fucking protection. They're they should have to stay healthy just like everybody else. And right. you know what? That's fucking football. Right. Helmet to helmet, fine. Yeah. Uh below the knee, fine, because you've you've seen some really grotesque injuries I, where they're they're going I, that way. Certainly like don't the, do it to uh the Pittsburgh quarterback. Did you see how pissed he got when that one guy went right. Him? Right, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. funny. Good for him, though. But that—that's sure. fucking football. But that—I mean—that's across. Yeah. That's across all positions at this point, right? Anything low, anything at the knees is very, very much frowned upon. It used to be a, an unwritten rule. Now it's a rule. But like, yeah, tonight, yeah, I, what? What the fuck? What do you do? What do you do in that scenario? He cannot do anything else other than sidestep him and try to arm tackle him. Like the but the the league the league is the league is ruining, and and they're giving the referees the playbook gets thicker and thicker and thicker every fucking year, and they end up missing obvious shit because they're probably looking for the for the wild fucking one percent shit. Like they missed a hold on Chris Jones tonight that was fucking egregious, um, and not me complaining about a hold on a chief, just you know. Let that sink in for a second. Um, the, but like the the playbook is too thick. There's too many fucking rules, and there's not enough kind of like spirit of the game type acknowledgement of this is just the quarterback has to stay healthy just like everybody else. And you know I'm all for 
not I'm all for protecting the receivers over the middle. Cool, right? Like some of the fucking, you know, Chuck Cecil, you know, Steve Atwater, Ronnie Lott hits, like, you know, Rodney Harrison, those types of hits. Sure, fine. Take those out of the game because you're protecting a guy's fucking the, the next 80 years of his life or 60 years of 60 years of his life. But if you if your collarbone or your shoulder can't fucking hack it at the bottom of a pile, I'm sorry. Joe Montana went through it, right? Like all these fucking other quarterbacks, all these quarterbacks throughout history have gotten banged up and hurt. And fuck, that's just football. Does anybody like seeing their starting quarterback go out? Absolutely fucking not. But like we're we're heading down a path where the league is going to be like, hey, even if the quarterbacks... Ro- oh, and then, then the court, the sliding thing. Like, even if you don't... you The penalties for hitting a quarterback who slides at the last fucking minute, and even if you just hit him in the fucking ribs, you're still getting a 15-yard flag tacked on. It's like, again, protect the head, but do you need to protect every fucking inch of the fucking quarterback? No, it's just, it's, it's not football and it's not fucking necessary. Right. Protect the head, protect the knees, and then everything else goes. But they don't protect everybody's knees. Like the, the league won't even fucking mandate grass fields for everybody, for every stadium. Right. That's when it gets, that's when it gets very hypocritical with this shit. Right. It's like, oh, you know, we want, we want you to take care of the other players' knees, but we're not going to fucking take care of your knees. No, that's not yeah. our problem because we're going to save a couple hundred grand a year. Yeah, blame the low-level employee. Right. Fresh Dumb. off of fucking Emmanuel Mosey fucking tearing up his knee on a or on artificial turf. <sighs> Anyways. Hey, we got I you know, it's like the last two the 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 last two pods, you know, we've been able to talk about talk about the primetime game for like a good 30 minutes without you know it feeling stale or anything now now granted thursday was because it was a so different stale, type of you know a, a different type of conversation um i guess now would be a good time to read a review um okay. so there's two and um, I guess it. I'll read them. I'll read them in the order they came in. Five stars. A transformative podcast. Ooh. When I first listened, transformative is such a good word. Uh, when small. I first listened to this podcast, I was a big Russell Wilson fan. I wasn't a Seahawks <laughs> fan, but I still really liked him. Not Joe, Doug, and Trevor have greatly changed my mind about the cringe god. Without even bringing up Mister Unlimited. He was quick to become one of my least favorite players in the league and now looks like one of the worst. It is for this mind-bending reason why I give the pot a 10 out of 10. Just don't let Hockey Corner run into film review time. Um, then the next the next review came yeah. in. Hockey Corner is at the end of every episode. Right, exactly. But I understand. I get it. Five stars. Off to a good start. Joe Flacco is nicer than not Joe. How does he know? Yeah. Right. Fucking never met Joe Flacco. Have you served there um, or something? Not Joe is a mean, hate-filled bully. <laughs> <laughs> You're not far off. 
Um, with unqualified football takes based on his 60 plus years as an NFL memester. I mean, he drinks non-alcoholic beer, so how much can he know about football? Despite or because of this, the show was entertaining. Doug is a delight, and Trevor is also there. They banter the way you wish you and your friends could, and they make fun of your favorite team without mercy. Their lack of empathy for the average football fan suggests psychopathic tendencies, which is probably why I haven't heard any ads for better health on the pod. At least that's a plus. If you like football and want to feel like you have friends to talk about it with, you should definitely download the pod. Mean, hate-filled bully. I there's there's merch right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unqualified though. Un- I, you know he's just he's lashing out. He's obviously a Russell Wilson fan. He's obviously a Broncos fan. Or a Drew Brees. This this yeah. came in. Yeah. No, that sounds like Drew Brees to me. This came in after the uh, the the Broncos pod, um, and I think uh, I th- I think we have a Broncos fan here. What was that? What was that DM you posted? <laughs> what the so guy told me to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't real, done real a little nice making fun of a guy that's playing with an injured ligament or whatever he said or something. Yeah, he's got a he's got a tear in his lat. Oh, that's what up. it is. That's that's what makes the Broncos what, country less right. That's what makes it awful. It's his lat. That's what, right. that's what makes those commercials. Is his lat injury? He's the, yeah. He's the cringiest dude in the NFL because of that, you know, partially torn lat. Right. Like not every guy there is a partially torn fucking something. <laughs> there go off. And 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 is and is a bunch of people pointed out because he he. He commented on the um, on the post I made, and then also DM'd me. Uh, so his his comment on the on the it was on the on the goose one, I think. Which but the, the internet failed. I I had to rescue the internet from missing the fucking having goose as part of that Twitter. Let's ride, yeah, right. That's a good one. Um, but uh, we there a long time ago, but anyway. But yeah, he uh, he he commented, and as people pointed out to him, it's like he was shit in weeks one through three, and he's like, they, they, they we didn't know when when the injury happened. It's like no, it actually happened during the Raiders game, and uh, he went on the injury report and everything else, and and now very fucking conveniently, both he's going to play this week, so it sounds serious, and uh, uh, he fucking uh, after his terrible fucking winston churchill tweet if you're going through hell keep going signed winston churchill after after that terrible tweet bombed and he got dragged across the fucking internet uh then he go then then somehow Schefter finds out that russell wilson has a tear in his lat oh yeah yeah, so has he had that tear for like four years? Because like that that only explains these four games. Right. Like this, we, what what we talk about goes back like four or five years. Yeah, what we're talking about is a personality disorder. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with fucking football. Yeah, that's all we're talking about. We has nothing to do with his his physical ability. Yeah, and you know what? To be honest, if you're if you're a Russell Wilson apologist, like on the internet, like you're, you're seeking that out, like go fuck yourself. Yeah, okay? yeah, find something else to. Yeah, like go buy Kyle Rittenhouse's fucking online game or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but like but he's a but he's a world class healer, Russell Wilson. Does did he lose yeah. that ability in the elevator? Right. 
he's fine. He's playing this week. There's there's no there's absolutely nothing fucking wrong with him. This is fucking bullshit. There is something wrong with him. There's nothing there's Physically. nothing besides a fucking chemical imbalance and maybe five to ten years of therapy. Aside from that stuff that's wrong with him, there's nothing physically wrong with him. What makes, and I know the answer, but, you know, just for shits and gigs here so we can actually talk about it. What makes someone like Russell Wilson Wilson, so hateable with what we're just saying is a chemical imbalance? But there's other people out there with severe mental illness like Antonio Brown. And, and, and you have, (laughs) I, I can say, and I believe that you all agree with me, Russell Wilson is way less tolerable than Antonio Brown. See, Russell Wilson, okay, Russell Wilson is, Russell Wilson's the guy that will tell your girlfriend that you're cheating on her. (laughs) But he's your friend. But he's your friend, right. No, 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 he, no, no, he, no, it's it's worse than that. It's worse than that. If you get into an argument, Russell Wilson's the guy that'll tell your girlfriend that he shouldn't talk to you that way. Yeah, that too. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if if the you know it's like, hey, is uh, is not Joe with you? And Russell would just be like, no, I haven't seen him in days. Whereas a real friend would be like, oh yeah, he's in the fucking shower. He's fine. <laughs> Yeah, we were I'll, have, I'll have him call you. No, I mean you did it. You did it best, I think. It's wait, aren't you going to collect the homework? Like that is Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the fucking worst. Um, and and uh, the um, the Good Morning Football. Kyle Brandt went fucking off on him. Like that sounded personal, which I love. I love anytime it fucking gets personal. Um, on that fucking idiot. But anyway, so that's. As much as I enjoy this topic, and I fucking love it, we haven't we have other football to talk about. Okay. He kind of ended the last thing. He kind of ended that press conference after that game last week. How I end the uh, the Trevor's hockey corner too. <laughs> Did you hear how he kind of said, "That's right." That's right. He knew he. Feet. Yeah. He's five feet away. That's right. <laughs> he instinctually <laughs> said Broncos country. He instinctually said Broncos country, just like he used to say go Hawks, go Hawks. after fucking yeah. everything. Yeah, he, he could be at the yeah. fucking supermarket fucking checking out, and he would say go Hawks to the fucking cashier. The and and then he now, said now, Broncos you know country, and then realized he was about to become. He I realized he was once again going to be flamed on the internet and was just like oh, okay i'll, I'll right. take it all the way let's right that's right, that's right. Wait, you know you know what you know you know he did it to condition himself right like he sat or or like we asked you know what is he listening to on his way home he's just repeating broncos country broncos country, no broncos he's country. he's listening like, to fucking winston churchill's speeches that's no, what he's that, doing that's, that's way, you too were way cool. off that's way too cool winston churchill's way too cool for him well that's why it's that's where you got the quote from yes but he googled he googled you know whatever quotes or he's probably got it on his wall he probably has a room 
inspiring quotes for times of despair. Yeah, he's probably got a room of inspiring quotes like written on the wall, like a collection of eat, pray, love, or live, laugh, love, right? Signs, like he's got them all in different fonts in a room. It's his love room. And he's Ciara, got Ciara, Ciara, please, not tonight. I'm reading Chicken Soup for the Soul. Right, not tonight. I, ha I have 500 Broncos countries to do. Right. That's right. I just like I how I confess my sins out. to John. I confess my sins to John Elway, and he sent me home to do 500 right. Broncos countries. Right. That's right. But you know, because of the way he does his like rituals, like like his like uh, visualizations, right? Like he runs through plays and he slaps hands yeah. and shit. Like he does. He he certainly repeats that to to get his brain in the right. So he never. You know, I've worked at different restaurants, right? And like you work at one for 10 years and you answer the phone at your new one, like that old restaurant, like a couple sure. times before you go, ah, shit. Right. Yeah. So he, so he, you know, so he didn't say go Hawks in any press conference. He has done 10,000 Broncos countries. He, before ever absolutely, doing he absolutely has a podium in his house somewhere that he practices answering questions. It's in, it's, it's in that love room. There might be an altar in there too. Yeah. And there's some <laughs> kind of like weird pegging device as well. <laughs> Maybe it's a swing. A peg swing? Something uh, like that. Like all right, that guys. Works. Guys, guys. I think we're on, two. Like, we're on like think... two. We've had two really good. We get we just came out with two good ideas this pod. We got the peg swing. To my knowledge, <laughs> that's not been done. And then we got right. the non-athletic, non-alcoholic beer. Right, right, uh, so, but, got, but it's like his penance, right? Like, because he's a Christian, not a Catholic. So, like Catholics, you know, like when you're really, really out there, Catholic, like there's self harm involved. And yes, so, sir. May I have another? Right. So he can't do that because he's like rock and roll church guy. So rock and roll church guy has to do it in different ways, and oh that's probably God. in you know a Broncos themed pegging swing. And every let's time see. it, and every time it's like, let's ride, let's ride, let's ride. <laughs> oh we got ourselves in it's a dumb got, bubble no listen with russell peg, wilson <laughs> the, the peg has let's ride like right. on it it's right. got <laughs> it's a it's a branded broncos country let's ride yeah. fucking strap on pegging yeah fucking. put it in put it in toward the eye <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and with it but it's got a lion's mane on it at the front for sure or <laughs> our horse's mane on it at the front right for sure. right right, right, right. Yeah. or it's an actual horse Right, the Bronco. Yeah, it's yeah. Like the Bronco at, at Denver National Airport. Right? It's, it's yeah, on a time it's, leg. <laughs> it's almost shaped like the Bronco face and a fist at the end. <laughs> it's definitely a fist. That's a good call. Ciara, get the one that looks like a hoof. <laughs> I want to feel it. That's right. Oh. Okay. Well, that was that. Was that enough bullying? Mean spirited bullying for you? podcast people all right yeah, you, you loser <laughs> <laughs> fucking goddamn russell wilson defender i guess they're out there yeah telling me to kill myself um all right bias boulevard uh trevor you want to take a victory lap four and one Woo! big Did win you, were you up for the game I caught the second half. I watched the whole thing, man. You're it's easier for you, Doug. It's definitely easier for you. Yeah, that I, re I remember. Bad. I remember when I remember during Trevor's 
fucking real fucking winning streak he was on down here in san diego where we're gonna say he would, say he would only there, he would only catch this he could he was still only catching the second half of giants games because scumbag he was up till right well because on the on the east coast it's one o'clock right and so it took me a while because because i could do whatever i wanted and really i'd be up by the one o'clock game right you would and you am was like you would come downstairs you would come downstairs yeah. see the score of the giants game in the third quarter and start fucking cursing at the TV as if you'd been watching the game for the last two hours. Right. And every single time it happened, my brother and I would just fall out of our fucking chairs. It was the right. best part of Sunday. All I Ugh. needed was that little window. All I needed to see was like a couple plays. And I know how they're playing today. And then that would set me off. It was fucking perfect. But that All was, right. Was, but was, take your victory were, lap. Two Four and one. Wins. Super Bowl win during that era. What is um, the, what's the playoff? Uh, What's the Confidence. playoff chances calculator at right now? Well, what's frustrating, honestly, with all of this is, and what's keeping it at the same level is Which that. Is 95%? I think it was at 90. I think we, I think okay, we stuck, I think we stuck okay. to 90. Was A, the Eagles, and B, Cooper Rush. And Cowboys. The Cowboys are not cowboying which is really frustrating. And the Eagles are looking very good. Don't they play it's, each other next week? Yeah, Cowboys Eagles play each other next week. So, so there you go. Best division in football. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, and the commanders are, oof. But, like, the, nobody's ever talking about the NFC East. Everybody's like, the, what a dog shit. Uh, the, NF, the NFC lease is now the NFC beast. Yeah, but we weren't making that up, Trevor. It was because every team in that division was fucking terrible. No, I know. It's just I'm they're good saying, now. I'm not saying it was without without due, right? Like it was the NFC East has been terrible for years. We have not and, and the Cowboys were supposed to be the you know the 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 class lose that term use that term loosely of the NFC East and they've done dog shit and they cowboy, right? And they they internally collapse and people get hurt and what whatever, right? And the NFC East says we haven't had a, a murmur out of the NFC East since we won the fucking Super Bowl. And it's been well, dog I mean, the shit. Eagles, the Eagles won the Super Bowl in that time. I, I don't know what you're talking about. But so <laughs> it's 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 great. It's early. It's early. And I like seeing that a lot of people are like, the Giants aren't good. But Saquon's back. And they're doing this right. And Dable's a great coach. And you can see the turn. The players want to play for him. And there's a, there's a cultural shift. But they're not good. They're 4-1, but they're not good. Like I like that because I kind of feel the same way. They're like so there's so we're they're still very painful to watch sometimes. Like, oh my God. But there's like I keep saying, there's like these handful of plays every game that for the last five years were not going our way. The 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 plays that weren't being made, the big runs that weren't happening, the 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 third down, fourth down conversions that weren't happening, the long field goals that weren't happening, the the clutch scoring, the the red zone fucking scores that were not happening for the past five years are now happening. So it's really, really cool to watch, and it's nice to see. I'm waiting for the fucking epic collapse, but Same. hey, I'm enjoying this, and 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 it feels really good to watch the fucking Giants win and beat good teams because it hasn't happened in a very long time. I mean, they're doing uh, it without all their receivers, man. They're 
with no well, battling yeah. adversary adversary they're the feel good story of the year in my opinion yeah i mean it's it's fantastic i mean I, I a lot of that is saquon barkley right a guy that was one of the best talents we've seen in a long time a generational running back who gets hurt comes back is you know a, a sliver of what he used to be one more year is Saquon done is Saquon done and he comes out and he does this it's it's really it's a it, it, that's the feel good story i think and i think you know obviously the coaching change uh the cultural shift and Saquon being healthy is really what's doing it for the giants but Dable, i mean i love Dable. i don't know how you can't like that guy yeah yeah no it's like, like he's he's coaching his ass off right now yeah i mean he's, he's he's danny jones Danny Dimes, 21 of 27, 217 yards, a 75, only one sack. You fucking kidding yeah. me? Right. But that's the thing. I mean, that proves give him without with with dog shit for receivers. Give him like run the ball primarily, give him protection, and he can do it. And he can run and he's mobile. Like people forget about his mobility. He's very uh no, he's he just very falls much... down at the end of his runs. Usually, that's the, we don't we don't forget. That he's fast as fuck. Once it happened, once it's all right. he, He's he's very reminiscent of a, a quarterback that plays what's, above. What's what's the joke about sucking dick? <laughs> you do it once. Well, that's that's what you are now. I'm a cocksucker. Yeah. Um. um but he looks like uh he looks like Joshy Poo in certain places, right? Like he and and that's the whole plan, right? That was part of that uh seamless transition with GM coaching staff, coach, was that there's a lot there's a very, very reminiscent team of the Bills. Uh well, yeah, I mean that's what you're that's that's what you're hoping to get the fucking Bills brain trust, right? It was, fucking rebuild the fucking giants it looks I mean, like they're off to a we did that's what we did start. and the math the math looks like it works right like we we did that math right it yeah. looks like that no. happens a lot where it where it's not right there's a missing element which is happening all over the nfl with these young coaches and and these coaching trees and shit like that and we did not do that we did not go to a coaching tree we went to a we went well you know two steps higher I said, look at the organization and look where they came from. Look where they are. Look at the built. Look at the development. Let's get that. Let's get that core. Yeah. No. They've they're off to a good start. I mean, you can't you can't fucking argue with four and one at this point. I I would like to believe me. I would like to. I mean, I don't, I think I, you can poke holes in every single one of those wins. You know, the London game is a t- is is a is a crapshoot as far as as or as a dice roll rather. Um. It throws everybody off. The Packers are good and not good at the same time. They don't know who they are. Well, I mean, you know, some people would say that uh, if Kirk Cousins beats you, that you're probably not that good a team anyways. And the Packers have been beaten by Kirk Cousins. So, listen, some people say this. Right. Right. So maybe you're supposed to beat the Packers. But, I mean, the Packers have have flaws, but – we know they're not making that the NFC. We can just we we understand that as a fact. Oh yeah, that's 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 locked in. Yeah. So. Doug. Uh how you doing? <laughs> Angry. 
so somebody asked me my top five teams the other day, and I couldn't think of a fifth team, so I put the Browns in there. This was after they lost this week. I put the Browns as like my fifth best team just because I think that if if, if they're even close to 500 when Deshaun Watson comes back, they're going to be – if he's normal Deshaun Watson, they might be unstoppable. They're, um, still, they're still good. That's what yeah, they're I mean, they're, they're But still, how are yeah. you doing? Still, I mean, like, I don't watch, the, I don't watch the game, so the opinion I just fucking spouted off is worthless. You have to watch this shit. It's infuriating because they are—they're the fifth. Oh, I think I don't know if they fell or not, but they've been the fifth most efficient offense in the league. They we run the ball down the field. They get close. They possess the clock, like, and then they just—they just keep blowing it at the end of games. Somebody, I mean, somebody replied to me because I, I, I said I asked for overreactions today on the story, and I said, you know, and they said Brown. Somebody said Browns would be undefeated if they had Deshaun. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on that train too. And then somebody came into my DMs with like, you know, Jacoby Brissett's not playing that bad, and it's like Deshaun's not going to be that big an upgrade. I'm like, you fucking insane. Like all three losses, he's thrown an interception in the last two minutes of the game. Like he's. He is playing well. I think we're getting about as much as we can get out of him. Right. Yeah, he's, he's just um, – he's like he's Fitzpatricking. Right. Like, it's he's, like – He's playing really well and, and showing flashes of, of greatness, and then up oh, there he is. But, I mean, that interception he threw in this game, it's like, dude, you could have ran that ball into the end zone. He did not have to throw that. And even if you don't make it to the end zone, we still could take a field goal to take a lead with under two minutes in the fourth quarter. Oh, man, that was a bad one. And then our kicker missed a field goal that he probably should have made. Yeah. Win the game. So And he's a good kicker. That one hurts. So the Browns just can't finish. Their defense is dog shit all of a sudden. Uh, They can't stop the run. Dude, another fucking 200-yard rushing game with, you know, three touchdowns from our running backs. Like, they look good on offense. I mean, good enough to win, but defense looks like shit, and they can't finish. That's what it is. The Niners won. Yep. Got that going for me. Everybody got hurt. Like, everybody. Bosa's groin, Robbie Gold's knee, Emmanuel Mosley, who was looking so good and even had the fucking pick six to – like really just kind of seal the game there before the, the half was over. Um, he tore his ACL. Uh, we're, we're missing. We've had 10 starters miss at least one game. And that's without, that's if Bosa plays in the next game, which I don't think he will. Um, well, well, we have, we've had 10 starters already this season, miss at least one game. And most of them have missed multiple. So everybody stays getting hurt and the Niners somehow just granted it's the fucking Panthers. And then the Niners did the Panthers a favor. And like the, the Niners, the, the, the Panthers owner said in this press conference, he's like, there were 65,000 people there, but there was a lot of fucking red. And like, I think that might've other than it just being Matt rule, you know, other than just it being Matt Rule, I think uh, I think the Niners, 
the Niners traveling well um, might have had an impact on on when they let him go. But uh, yeah, it was a fucking. I, I, I was doing the stream, doing the Niners stream, and it was it was it was my least favorite stream of the season, and it was it, mostly because it was the easiest win, and I expected them to win. Like, you know, it's like I can't gloat. I can't taunt. It's the fucking Panthers of Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield. The fuck them. You know, it's like the Niners are supposed to win that game. So, um, yeah, but but there is there is solace in knowing that you you beat a team by a lot. We we blew out a team that we're supposed to blow out that on the road. Like that's um that is a, aside from the injuries like we did we 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 handled we handled the handled business right i so i'm going to rattle off some teams and Doug I'll probably need your help on this cuz i think i've caught everybody um i'm thinking of teams that have that changed quarterbacks this season like between 2021 and 2022 they changed starting quarterbacks so I've got the Browns, yep, the Steelers, Steelers, yep, Indy, Denver, and I think that's everybody in the AFC. There's nobody in the AFC East. Only Denver in the Mac NFC West. Jones to uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Um, the only team, the only the two teams Gosh. in the North, Browns and Steelers. Uh, just Indy in uh the south so that's the entire afc then the nfc east you have the commanders everybody else kept their quarterback in the south the falcons and panthers brought in Mariota and baker yep the niners started trey lance and the seahawks now have gino so one two three four five six seven eight nine teams Started a new quarterback this year. And uh, basically, I mean, the Browns could have traded for Jimmy even after the Deshaun thing. The Steelers could have, should have traded for Jimmy. Indy could have gone after Jimmy. Denver wasn't going to go after Jimmy, but they could have. Uh, mm-hmm. the, com- the commanders were in on Jimmy. Yeah. The Falcons... Would have made sure. a lot more sense than Marcus Marriott. The Panthers were, according to even Jimmy, were they were in there. And the Seahawks, we knew then that might have been part of the calculus in, in hanging on to Jimmy was like make sure he doesn't go to Seattle. Where I'm going with this, and some people might even <clears throat> call this the curse of Jimmy G, but the Niners are the only one of those nine teams that are over 500. Throwing that out there. Maybe it's the curse of Jimmy G. I don't know. Those teams are combined 13, 26, and 1. It's a it's a big time stat. And the Niners are three and two. Just, you know, throwing that out there. Because you got you got Ron Rivera just like rolling Carson Wentz under the bus today. <laughs> why why aren't you guys playing well? Quarterback. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> didn't, didn't even get, it wasn't even a three-word answer. Quarterback. Quarterback. <laughs> is is Chase Young playing? Not yet. He's not. Okay. Ugh. I mean, that team has a lot of pieces. Who is? I mean, dude, how unlikable is this guy? <laughs> Carson Wentz. 
how like that's the coach. This is week four or five. Like, how does he not like him that much? Our quarterback. Just one word. That's awesome. <laughs> I fucking giggled. I did that giggle you just heard. Same giggle I fucking when oh. when it came across my fucking Instagram feed. Me too. Me too. I, third team in five years that is already over this fucking guy. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's like the the he's like the Christian Jeff George. But it's like Russell Wilson should be him, but he's not. But Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz doesn't display outwardly to our eyes any of these behaviors. Right? He doesn't right. like you like he's in his presser, you look at him, he's like, What like what, what is it about this guy? What is it about this guy? Every time I see him, I'm like, why does everybody hate him? What is he doing? And I can't see shit. He's got it, a it, cannon, dude. Like that 75 yard touchdown this yeah. week was right. What beautiful is, throw. What is it about Carson Wentz that makes him so unlikable? When it's like Russell Wilson gets paid a shit ton of money and everybody loves him, and until you know he starts losing, and then they'll <laughs> then this happens, and now he's unlikable. Well, it's like some of some of Russ's teammates didn't like him. Like the the defense wasn't. A yeah, huge, but, the Legion but, of Boom wasn't a huge fan, right? And, but, you know, but, but, but we'll, he, we'll see what happens in Denver, right? And, and I, I would imagine it's not off to a great start just because he's made them such a fucking laughing stock with that Broncos country let's ride shit. But right. Carson we, Wentz threw we for three hundred and fifty nine yards, and the fucking coach goes, "What's wrong with the team quarterback?" When he throws for three fifty nine. I don't know how you throw for 359 and have a 46 QBR. Like they're they're saying you you're closer to you're you're on the costing them the side on costing them the game side of the uh side of the QBR. But um <laughs> quarterback. But yeah, I mean that I mean that speaks volumes. That having that many yards and being that bad. How the fuck the, does that um, even happen? But the the, the other part of it, that where when 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 Rivera starts talking like expanding on that thought, he goes, you know, the other teams in this division have built their have you know b- built their team around a quarterback. I'm like, I'm like, you've got Dable and fucking Daniel Jones who've known each other for four months, five tops, and they're doing just fine. You have Cooper Rush, who's a backup. And you, you know, have Jalen Hurts, who they still are like trying to get rid of, you know, five games ago. I'm I, I don't want to be the one person on this planet fucking defending Carson Wentz, but um I mean Alex Smith defended him tonight, so that would make I'd be in good company there in terms of things like that. But Ron Rivera might need to look in the mirror a little bit. Yeah. He's he's never been that good a coach. He's been an he's been a nice idea of a coach. He went to a Super Bowl, but you know, he's still Ron Rivera. Um quarterback. Quarterback. Uh so NFC Beast, best record in the NFL. The AFC North. Not looking too bad though. I'm like, you've got 
you've got three teams in that division that have scored more than they've let in. That's a start. Um, I mean, the Browns, the Browns could a reason to be too pessimistic. Yeah, I mean, they should be. They could be four and one. They could be five and zero. There's three losses of probably less than three points each game, and fuck, dude, they're just blowing games. But the, they, and they the, look good on offense, though. I mean, there's been some bonehead play calls. But for the most part, they've been pretty good. Um, and uh, Bengals, yeah. Bangles the AFC East as well. Man. I mean, Buffalo might be the class of the league. Just destroyed the Steelers. That was destroyed awesome. Destroyed them. They got Ryan Clark calling the players out, saying they quit in that game. That's awesome. You love to hear it when Steelers quit <laughs> in the game. Um, so I, I take it you'd rather see the Steelers get beat thirty-eight to three, and you'd you'd uh, you'd sacrifice your fantasy a week against me for having Josh Allen put up four touchdowns, Doug. Uh, did, were we playing each other well, yeah. in both in both leagues? You have him in both leagues, Josh Allen. I, well, I didn't I didn't have him in both leagues, but you and I were playing each other in both leagues. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, um, you have the, the jets are three and fucking two. The, the two New York city teams are a combined seven and three right now. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. Yerk. Fucking weird, man. The Rams look like dog shit. Yeah, they do. They don't look good. The Rams have the second worst point differential in the entire NFC. The only team with a worse point differential than the Rams is the Commanders. That's not good. That's that's bad. That's real bad. Now, a lot of that's because they got blown out by the Bills. So they got blown out by the Bills 31-10. to 10. The Niners beat them by 15. So they lost by 21 to the Bills, lost by 15 to the Niners, and they lost by 12 to the Cowboys. And they only beat the Falcons by four. So anyway, Rams look like dog shit, which is exactly the right time. Me saying that is now going to turn around their season. Cool. Awesome. (laughs) Stoked. Um. All right. What else we got? Covered the. Uh, I mean, Geno Smith fucking flinging it this week. I started him in one of my fantasy leagues. Did you start Geno yeah. Smith? Where'd you Where'd you have that on your 2022 bingo card, Doug? Oh God, that was not Geno Smith fantasy starter. Not a good situation that quarterback for me. I'm I, my one of my fantasy starters. Their coach, when asked, his coach, when asked what the problem was with the team, said quarterback, and he's my <laughs> fantasy starter for the last three weeks. Um, but Gino, seventy-five percent completion percentage, eight point three yards per attempt, 
1,300 yards, nine TDs, two interceptions. I, I swear to God, if Russell Wilson, system quarterback, becomes a thing this fucking year, I might, I'm going to die of fucking happiness. If, if all this does is he struggles in Denver, just looks out of sorts, looks like something's missing, and then we all realize the little light bulb goes on and we realize, oh, my God, look at Geno Smith. It must be that Seahawks system that is so good for fucking Seahawks quarterbacks. I can't believe we didn't see it this whole time. But those nine Pro Bowls that Russ went to, those were just system Pro Bowls. And all of a sudden we start going, you know what? You know who's not a Hall of Famer anymore? You know who we, who might not be a Hall of Famer? Russell fucking Wilson. Put Trevor, fucking sign uh, me up for that fucking year. Sign, I don't need- care. Though I like... I don't know what I would trade 49ers wise for that to be the fucking narrative for the rest of his career. But um, yeah, if, if Gino makes the Pro Bowl this year, that would be insane. <laughs> I mean, I'm voting for him. Um, we lost Trevor. He's bet he's ready. But yeah, it's uh Yeah, it's been interesting. He was mid rant. You tried to you tried to get into him a couple times. He was mid rant. <laughs> he wasn't listening. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, was Doug trying to let me know that yes. you were? Yeah, he said it like I three was, times. I was yeah. just, I was savoring my hands in the air. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm being a bully again. Yeah, I'm it was, being it, a it bully. was this whole time. It was, it was gum chewing P. Carroll. Just offensive mastermind, P. Carroll. This whole time. Fucking sign me up for that fucking ride. Oh my God. This year has been, uh, it's been interesting. I should I should stop streaming the Niner games. I should just start streaming the Broncos games. Yes. No. I mean, uh, you, yes, but no, because that would be too. You can't do the rant for an entire game because you want to fucking bet. <laughs> <laughs> there's no action, and you would have to like. I don't know. You, you, you go so just, far down the it rabbit would hole. Ju- if I if I'm gonna go viral for any kind of fucking NFL content, it would it would absolutely be me in a Frank Gore jersey, just hate streaming the fucking Broncos games. <laughs> I mean, by the end of a game like last week, if you had live streamed that game, they'd have a very justifiable reason to do a welfare check on you and Russell <laughs> Wilson afterwards and say, "Hey, I think this guy's gonna do something bad." <laughs> I mean, you know, listen. You would start. You'd start getting down to like kids, and like you start. You start going deep. Because I mean, what yeah. could you do? There's no. I mean, like, if, I had, if I had three and a half hours of airtime that I had to fill with just bile about Russell Wilson, yeah, it would. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would. It would. I would. They would put me in a padded room at some point. They. they you would. You would just. You would raise some flags. <laughs> They're like, sir, you're not allowed to fly anymore anywhere yeah. in the country. Exactly. We've revoked your clear pass that lets you through security. Right. You have to go through the other line where they check your butthole. Which um, would, which then, you know, would, would make you really mad at Russell Wilson. 
and then would probably make you go visit Russell well then I, I would just that would that would help that would have me feel empathy for what Ciara does to Russell Wilson right yeah I don't I this hate streaming the Broncos might not be a bad idea unless it's the thing that turns the se- their season around <laughs> yeah right do you remember um uh what was the thing they do for the European soccer with the two fans? What's yeah, that called? yeah, the, the fan zone or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, you should do the next Broncos game fan zone with uh, the kid you bullied <laughs> that wish you death upon you. <laughs> it's like, come on, show up, show up. I'll, I'll let you into the live stream. I just, can... I want to see a Broncos fan go to toe to toe with you for an entire game defending. Us <laughs> <laughs> I don't think one can. It might, it might be Travis, but Travis at the end of the day always he'll change the topic so he can't be proven wrong which will which will then drive you insane but if he if he has to stay on topic he sent me some anti russell wilson uh text the other day oh man that's that's early it's early yeah I mean, they... I mean, he put some shit in the group chat i'm like dude you can't how can you and i, I was very like specific as to how can you like him he's the worst and then it was like yeah he's pretty bad but he's good but he's, he's bad and it's like well now he's not good so you well, don't even have that i mean that that's the bargain right with yeah i mean it's a bargain that the 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 browns fans are doing and it's the bargain that the broncos fans are doing for a slightly different reason right can you imagine um, if sean watson isn't good right it's it's like wow wait we have to deal with bronco like we just signed up for five years of broncos country let's ride and we're not even going to make the playoffs are you fucking kidding me? Year one, and he's looking unfavorable. And any I, rational-minded like, Broncos I, fan has been like, yeah, that's just tough. I mean, Seahawks fans are legitimately going right now. We won this trade. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. In a rebuilding year. And and the, the default answer in the offseason was... Obviously, we didn't get any of the, because my kid woke up on Thursday. We did not get all of this out of our systems on Thursday, so we're just gonna. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not gonna try and Our? slow the train down anymore. Hour. Hey, you've you've said plenty about Russell Wilson on this podcast. Sure, but I think I'm done. See, I'm thinking about. I'm. I'm. I've got three hours to fill. <laughs> <laughs> He's practicing. You know who lost though? Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett lost. Oh, he had a sick touchdown catch this week. Two touchdowns this week. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, good for him. Dude, he's got, in what, the five games, he's got 400 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Uh, He's averaging 80 yards a game. He's the the leading receiver right now. Well, I stand corrected. Yeah. Even fucking what... even DK Metcalf's getting the ball. He didn't get the ball for shit in the second half of last year. No, he didn't. That was a great pick for me. Yeah, you know. You know. Again. <sighs> I don't know, man. This fucking hate streaming the Broncos thing. It sounds like a lot of fun, but it comes with a lot of risk. Yeah, as much as you think. It's okay. I mean, we'll if, just, we'll if just, I commit, we'll just if, I, if I commit to hate streaming the Broncos, and then they turn their season around, I'll never well, then, forgive myself. Well, then we could just, you know, 
we could just build them up and and talk about true the the true MVP, Russell Wilson. Oh, get him a vote. I I actually went back, guys. I went back and pulled his stats from before and after. I I <laughs> predicted his MVP <laughs> campaign. Not just I'd like career to date, career to prediction, and then post career prediction. Uh, falling off in pretty much every category. No, oh, basically God, yeah. all all downhill. Okay, well, you know, I think he is going to turn it around this season. There's nowhere I mean, to go but up. Yeah. I don't know, guys. He's pretty banged up. What's that schedule look like? Yeah, he does have a lot. But, but again, let's, let's, he is a world-class healer. They're Monday night football against the Chargers next week. Yeah, they got, we got Monday. We, we oh, get God. to podcast right after another Russell Wilson game. Oh, my God. And against the Chargers. Now, how are the Chargers going to figure out a way to lose that game? Well, it's in L.A., so it's, you know, it's going to be a home game for the fucking yeah, Broncos. So the Broncos go Chargers, Jets, Jaguars, which is not as easy a schedule as it looked like preseason. No, yeah. the Jaguars did not look good this week, which is disappointing. But no, that is not an easy schedule. And then they close with, holy shit. From December to the end of the season, they go Ravens at Ravens, home against the Chiefs, home against the Cardinals, at the Rams, at the Chiefs, home against the Chargers. Ouch. They better get their fucking shit together, man. I don't know. They will. They'll win. They'll win five of those games. Yeah. Russell will come back. MVP second half second half Russ. wild wild card fucking wild card entrant they win two playoff games get knocked out in like the AFC championship game or some shit bound to happen just no because it would torture me all right um I watched uh are we are we good on football I don't have any more football stuff um I got. I was all I juiced up. I was all juiced up on uh, uh, Mountain Dew. The uh, all jacked <laughs> up on Mountain Dew. Um, I was all juiced up on Terminal List, and so I turned on Lone Survivor because that's on HBO Max. That's a Still bad movie to watch if you're trying to fall asleep. By the way, yeah, it's it's like anxiety the whole time. Right. Um, you're like, but, there's no way uh, to survive, and they don't. Also, uh, also, spoiler re- alert. Re- 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 <laughs> what, what do you mean? Only one of them lives. The movie's called Lone Survivor. It's not that big a deal. You're gonna be okay. Titanic. What happens? Um, the uh, um, and then and then seeing Riggins in uh, in I forgot Riggins was in Lone Survivor and and he was also in Terminal List. Um, but uh, also watch Shot Caller again, which is one of my favorite fucking movies. Uh, that's I a love good that one. fucking movie. That's a good one. Somehow it's still under the radar. That's I haven't. That's with the uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't Jamie watched Lansky. it yet. It, Doug, it's it is my, so oh, fucking so good. good. It's, it's good. on my list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't it's believe I beat Doug do a movie. Jump on it, dude. I will. Just, I've dude. I've looked at it so many times, and then picking a movie is like the hardest thing for me to do. It is so fucking good. I'm dead. Yeah. So shot caller. Highest recommendation. 
Um, and, uh, and then, uh, end of watch is another one. I'm going to rewatch. I'm going to rewatch end of watch here soon. Is that the one with Joan Hall? Uh, yeah. Michael Pena. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. That's a real is good one. Anton Fuqua directed, yep. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. With the weird camera angles and shit. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like an episode of cops almost. And that and that and Wrexham, which is just, again, I, I can't say gold. enough. Good thing about gold. that fucking Wrexham show. Pure gold. I was surprised by like five episodes. I didn't know I had. I did I'm the like, same thing right, after, but this they, one, they, after this they, one. Uh, I'll catch up, and then it's three thirty in the morning. There's there was a commercial in the. I was I forgot to fast forward because all of a sudden there was like yeah I was like four or five episodes behind, and I'm like watching episode twelve or some shit, and uh, and or thirteen. I've already been through an episode, and I forgot to fast forward through the commercial. And it said, our four-episode Wrexham Marathon continues. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't, like, forget about it. Oh, yeah. There's worse news. They just dropped four all at one time. Yeah, there's worse news to go. I have two more. Got to finish. Yeah. Got to stop Zonka. Um, You guys watching anything? I am watching with the roommate Hacks. On HBO. Oh, I've heard okay. I've heard good things. Quite good. Quite good. It gets like better as it goes. There's a lot of like laugh out loud, fucking quick moments in that show that are fantastic. All right, that's HBO, right? Yeah. Yeah. Season two, two seasons. Yeah. Good show. Very good show. And then Handmaid's Tale is back on. I, yeah, I gotta gotta get Hulu. Is there anything besides Handmaid Handmaid's Tale on Hulu that's worth it? There's a lot, there's a lot of TV shows on there. Who's got a lot, a lot of shit? Somebody that yeah. stayed at my house left their thing signed into it, so I've had it for free yeah. the last couple of months. I'm just gonna ride that out. The winner, yeah, but they're typically Hulu's has always been. You know, sitcoms basically. They just started putting out some good stuff. Doug, how about you? Uh, the new uh, Marvel Halloween show, Werewolf by Night, was pretty good. That came I out. I, I didn't know that was a thing. I'll have to fucking watch that with the youngest roommate. Is it yeah, it's like, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's like a black and white, fifty minute, you know, TV movie. Um, it's Marvel and it's uh features, you know, some pretty cool characters. I, I like the way it was done. It's the first they're, thing I've seen on Disney Plus for Marvel did make me get mad. They're are they are they playing with the medium? Yeah, I like yeah, it. it's good. It's good. Well, I enjoyed it. We talked, um, last week where I forgot what it was, so I went and watched Love and Thunder because of it. What, what were we talking about? What movie do you have to watch? There's a new movie coming out that you have to watch Love and Thunder for. Guardians? No? No. The uh, next Marvel movie is uh, Black Panther. Or Wakanda yeah. Forever. I don't know that we... I thought there was something where it's like, yeah, you gotta watch Love and Thunder first. I was like, okay. And I watched it. It sucked. I don't I don't like... Yeah. You, but you didn't like Ragnarok. 
No, because they turned Thor into like this bumbling idiot, and he was never a bumbling idiot before that. No, I like see, I like Ragnarok. Right, I thought both were. I think Ragnarok was hilarious, uh, and uh, Love and Thunder was fine. Like it's, it, it's it, didn't, it didn't move me. Like yeah, it, it, it wasn't great. If, if they were a little more serious with it, it would have been a really good movie. If they were less like moronic about it yeah because it was i mean it had it was a really good premise because what's his name was great as the villain christian bale but then they just like keep yeah and russell crow like yeah christian bale was awesome he was creepy as the as the villain but then it's like then they start making these stupid fucking jokes yeah and like thor's just a fucking moron like yeah they wasted an opportunity there so somebody said uh, Marvel post Endgame has been uh, like uh, The Office without Michael Scott. Pretty yeah. much, it's like yeah, it's, it's been more. It's like it's it's fine, but it's not. You know, we're not we're not doing anything groundbreaking anymore. No, I, thought, yeah. I mean, Moon Knight's been really good. It was good. They're coming out with another one. What has I been that, like? Fan- well, what has been that fantastic? I guess the new Ant Man's supposed to be pretty fucking good. Yeah, so I mean, we're gonna get new new Black Panther. We're gonna get a new Ant Man. Um, the Doctor Strange movie I thought was fucking dope. Um, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a really good one. You know, but like the Black Widow movie was fucking pointless. Um, Spider Man, I liked the Spider Man movie. No way home. I thought that was good. It was better. I, than I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like. I think you liked it more than I did, but I yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was fine. It was yeah. good, but I'm like, I'm not like, oh shit, that was fucking great. Like, I'm not excited about that movie. I I didn't like it. Didn't move my dick to fucking have all three Spider Man on the screen on the screen at the same time. Like, it was, it was interesting, but like, cool choice. I'm I'm way more excited for. I mean, uh, Wolverine's going to be in the fucking new Deadpool. Fucking, yeah, that's Hugh pretty Jack- crazy. Hugh Jackman's going to be Wolverine again. So that's fuck yeah, cool. that's that's the best possible news. We're going to have Hugh Jackman in the MCU fucking all for that and deadpool movies are just 10 10 so far do you see tj miller saying stuff about working with ryan reynolds i Uh, guess he's not he's not gonna be back but he was i didn't read talking a lot of shit on ryan reynolds saying what are they aren't is cj miller canadian too hey uh, i don't know probably did you see speaking of canadian doug did you see the the thing i sent you on twitter the john candy thing uh, what was it? Ryan Reynolds and somebody else are doing a John Candy documentary. No, you yeah. sent you sent it to me on Twitter. That's I gonna be so. cool. I mean, okay, what the fuck did T.J. Miller say about Ryan Reynolds? Because I'm, you know, Ryan Reynolds is really high in the, in my book right now. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, he just said he basically was mean to him. I mean, T.J. Miller's ran into some fucking issues with females recently hasn't he he went off yeah. the fucking deep end yeah he's like yeah he's fallen off yeah. a little bit he's got he's got no career at this point yeah okay yeah. fuck that guy then yeah get the ryan reynolds fuck you yeah accused of sexual assault by a woman in 2017 that he denied a year later he's accused of bullying a fellow actor on the set of silicon valley which he also denied but was written off the show and then <laughs> like didn't he like call him like a fake bomb on a train or something crazy too he's done like some weird shit Probably and, he's trying to be funny and it's just not working. Yeah. He's 
he was the best part of Silicon Valley for me, though. Part of it, yeah. He that show is fantastic. He's he funny. Was, he was, and he's 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 pretty much he's pretty much been funny in everything he's I've seen him in. But I can also understand why he would be a f- pain in the ass to be around. Problematic, yeah. Yeah. Goofy. But yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I've just been ripping tons of horror movies. I'm into uh, my October scary movie watch list. Just ran uh, all the Hall- what, Halloween that's movies. That's what the wife's doing. We 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 watched uh, we watched like the first episode of Dahmer. Um, so good. That was good. That was good. It's just unsettling. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, and then the second episode where I don't, I, you know, spoiler alert. Um, you know, they go back to when Dahmer's a kid, and the and the parents are fighting in front of the in in front of him, and uh, the wife and I just looked at each other and went, "No more fighting in front of the kids." Yeah, we have. Yeah, just, just don't start. <laughs> you gotta fucking stop killer. this right fucking now. Yeah, just don't start dissecting Roadkill as a hobby with them. Yeah. No. Hard pass. I, 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 we, uh, I finally caught Matthew Stafford. Um, he's dead. Threw him out today. Nice. Oh yeah. Um. So my, I'm, I'm podcasting alone again here in the garage. So, uh, big right, fucker. Peace. Yeah. Big fucker. But uh, yeah, it had felt no need to uh, dissect him. <clears throat> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Felt pretty strong about that. Um. All right, we do have comments. Okay, a lot from a guy named Marty. Uh-oh, um, is this our guy? I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't on, think so. This, he's he's not raising his hand and saying he was the uh, he was the guy that got blocked. First time I blocked somebody, I think this year, like this calendar year. Uh, James Davis asked, "Would you guys consider Kelsey a first ballot Hall of Famer?" Start with Doug. At the tight end position, I think, I mean, I guess I'd have to look at his stats, but I feel like he's certainly on his way, right? I mean, he's yeah. been the top tight end. and Yeah, I feel like another ring. What might be a decade. Yeah, who knows how his career is going to end. But, I mean, if you're the best player at your position for 10 years, that's – I'll put him in there, right? Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue against it, put it that way. I I think he's for sure a Hall of Famer. First ballot gets tricky. Like, yeah, he's, he's another ring for that to be. It's really fucking tough to be first ballot unless you're a quarterback. Like it's really he, fucking tough. Yeah, you have to be generational. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, um, you know, I would say I would say definitely a Hall of Famer, and his speech will be fantastic. Can't wait for his speech. It's gonna be a great speech. But um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Plus, he grew up just up the road from Canton, so he probably would have a good, good contingency there. Oh, sweet! You know he's an Ohio guy. He's an Ohio guy. Um, and then Marty, Marty Warmoth. We don't need said, to know that. Uh, Packers can only go as far their defense allows. It's clear Rodgers doesn't trust the receiving core. Um. Then he says some bad things about the Browns. He says they're still the Browns. They're guaranteed to Browns it away like they have been all year. And Lord, then Deshaun Watson joke. And then it's the turf. They changed the artificial turf in 2021. I don't. All right. Well, thanks for fucking showing up, Marty. I appreciate you. 
Nothing to respond yeah, there to. But uh, McFly, thanks for showing up, dropping oh. your dropping your knowledge. Um, no podium this week. I haven't I haven't thought about it. Haven't considered anything. If I don't pick the wife, you know, she's already sick. It might, you know, might prolong things. But I'm also not going to pick her, so I'm just gonna abstain. So okay, that leaves us with only one segment left. Trevor, they were doing power rankings for hockey today. Are we that close to hockey season? It is it started. Season. Yeah, it's a, it's on. Next power thing rankings. you're going to tell me, baseball's still going. Playoffs, guards, guards versus Yankees. Yeah, I did not. They are hot. I didn't want to see that. Gardos. I hate, I hate <laughs> running into the hot teams in baseball, man. That's just there's always that team that's been on top all year. And then there's the hot team. Always. Yeah, I think you guys will be fine. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. You can't score a run, so that's a big thing. Doug, are you invested at all in, in the uh, Guardian season? I've watched, uh, you know, when I went home to watch the Steelers-Browns Thursday night game, I watched like two series of them. And I got, yeah, I got Gardo fever. You, <laughs> you, know, who's, you know who's really into him is, is, is the ankle. Yeah. Well, he's like friends with half, you know, some guys on the team. Him, yeah. He's well, friends he's with like the ca- Austin Hedges, Padres. the ca- the catcher. Yeah, I think he was on the Padres, and that's how they. Yeah. But yeah, I, I watched both playoff games. Fifteen innings of a one nothing game. I watched. Jesus, yeah. that's baseball, baby. Sorry, but anyways, hockey this corner. isn't baseball corner. It's it's this hockey corner. THC. Yeah. Take it's, it away, Trev. We can't do TBC. We can't do Yan- Yankees playoff corner. I mean, you, we had Doug do. We had. Do, did we just waste an intro from Doug? This is Jesus, no, man. I'll listen. I'll just listen just to that. Two twelve in North Carolina, Doug. Also, just real have, quick, just to just to hijack hockey corner. I don't know why I didn't go to the fucking Niners game this this week. You're right there. You blew it. I like it just completely like it looking at the schedule. It's just, there's just no, I never had the thought. Like I'm not used to you being in North Carolina yet. That's what it is. You could have gone. We could have gone. I know. Plenty of Niners fans were there. You could have walked down to the fucking first row with all the other Niner fans. Anyway, uh, Trevor, sorry to interrupt. Uh, We know hockey corners, your baby. I'll, I'll let you take it from here. I was gonna say I have that I have that clip in my I listen to that car I listen to that on my on my on my commute to work every day. What the hockey corner intro? Yeah, I mean it's like if you're gonna run, if you're gonna run a team meeting, yeah, to get your get yourself fired up, that's what I'd do. Yeah, and it's not, it's, not, it's not the regular song. It's 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 I'll jack you up. Yeah. Oh the oh the round ball rock. The Put real the wall. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Trevor, power rankings. All right, power rankings. Here we go. Coming in at number. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.